With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to another episode of Good Calls. I'm Dean Blandino, joined by Travis Hansen, Joe Madrid, and, and our friend, our good friend, Scott Tamil. Scott, thanks for joining us today. Um, I don't know what this is, week whatever of quarantine. I feel like we're, we're going backward now. Um, number of cases are spiking, right? States, some states opened up, opened up too early. You think about Texas, Arizona, Florida. Um, certainly the holiday weekend, people were out and about. I, you know, I'm sure you guys all saw that video. Where was that? Michigan? Was there like a, a, a party in, in somewhere, some lake, um, Traverse City or something like that? I don't want to get it wrong and, and offend anyone, but it, it's, you know, feels like a lot of younger people are not taking this too seriously. And that's and that's causing complications. Um, where are we at? Where's everybody in COVID right now? Travis, where are you? I'm at home, man. I'm sitting in my... No, no, no. It's a, it's a, it was a more of a metaphorical, uh, where are you? <laughs> not physically, where, where are you? Like, where, well, you where know where I'm you? at, yeah. Um, I'm okay. You know, it's it's starting to wear on me a bit, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm getting by, you know? It's, you were testy today. You got the hat on backwards. You were firing away on text messages. <laughs> no one was safe. We got on before we started the record, and you were just just throwing darts i dropped a song lyric when you guys were talking about the oxford comment comma i think it's a vampire weekend you guys familiar with that song vampire weekend is the song or is that the band that's the band that's the band yeah 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 Yeah. so clearly dean is not a yeah he's not a (laughs) playlist i'll check it out though i'm always up for for new music yeah you might like it but yeah, Travis was was firing away, um, fired up. But again, yeah, it's where where what Scott? What are your kind of the? I feel like you're a go to. And where where are we right now? What should we be doing right now? Like as a society? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, we need to go back to social distancing of you know middle of may i mean i don't even i don't even want to get started because it it just at this point you know most of the united states is just kind of 
given up or they, you know, for reasons, there's a lot of reasons, but, um, you know, we like sports and I think I forgot who was speaking. It was a baseball player just the other day. And it's like, sports are a reward for a functioning society. So we should be trying to, you know, sort of prevent this because I would love to have a football season this year. Well, what, you know, you watch, you watch what's happening in Europe and, and, and elsewhere where they're playing sports, there doesn't seem to be, yeah, there's positive tests, and, but there doesn't seem to be, whether it's, you know, European soccer leagues or, um, you know, other, other sports, rugby, Australian rules football, they seem to be doing okay. Mm-hmm. And, and is that a result of the social distancing and the precautions that they took? Um, and, and I know, right, we were behind um, Europe and we were behind Asia. And are we just, you know, do we need to just catch up? And how are we going to catch up if we keep, you know, opening up before we're really supposed to? Um, well, you know, I'm not a health expert, but. But yeah. you're the only, you're the closest one we have on this show. Okay, okay. So, so, I'll, I'll so be real. step up and start giving us some health advice. I mean, I'll just say if whether you be, you can believe whatever you want to believe on how serious this is, uh, but you know, according to the numbers, there have been about one hundred and thirty thousand deaths. Even if you think that's wildly inflated, you cut that in half; it's sixty-five thousand deaths. Uh, and then you look at a country like South Korea or something, they have under 300 deaths. So it's like, I get it, they're smaller, it's a different country, different stuff, but it's like, we're doing something wrong and that's mostly just, we did the right thing where we killed the curve early on, Uh, but the point would be, we're supposed to be testing more and more and then we're supposed to be uh, like slowly going back to quote unquote normal. Yeah. But basically we wasted like 60 days and then everyone, like a portion of people and rightfully so, because people need to make money, they need to survive. They're like, I got to go back. So, um, uh, it would be good if you could, uh, like, you know, other countries are doing support for workers and stuff. So maybe they, we can see this unemployment thing extended, things like that. But, um, it, it's a little scary just because, you know, base, and I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but baseball's trying to get going, and uh, a lot of yeah. it seems like it keeps running into Let's jump into that, right? Let's jump into sports returning, and we can start with baseball since, you know, baseball is, is on the cusp of returning, and I, I believe of the three sports, you know, take football out of it, the, the three sports that hockey, basketball, and baseball, baseball is scheduled to start the earliest. Um, but you keep, you know, you keep seeing positive tests, tests from over the weekend. The, I know the, the Giants, San Francisco, you know, had to close down their facilities. It's it's just, you know, are you going to start A's a season? and Astros also do. Yeah, are you going to start a season and, and two weeks later have to shut it down? I don't think that's, you know, I think that's worse than than waiting and delaying. Um, and I think that's that's part of the just the, the issue, what we're dealing with. And again, this is... You know, we haven't dealt with anything like this. We, you know, we've got to try to, and we all want sports, but I think you're right. You know, that sports are a reward for a functioning society. And maybe we're not functioning um, 
right now the way we're supposed to. And, and maybe we're not supposed to have sports yet until we get this all figured out. I feel like there's the issue of, of every state's kind of doing things differently. Like if everything in, in the entire United States was doing the same thing, like that might be more beneficial for our country. I feel like other countries may be doing that a little bit better than ours. Well, we are, right? That's the whole the whole premise, the whole foundation of this country is the 50 United States. So, each right. state, you know, there's state laws and things like that 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 don't necessarily that aren't aren't under the supervision of the federal laws. And uh, and that's part of it. And then that's why you see, I think California, I feel like, has done a really good job. I, I don't think they've opened up. You know, yeah, we started opening up some things, but I think it's been a stepped approach. And and whereas in other places, it, it seemed to like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna turn the key all in one day and and uh, and open everything back up, and then we have to shut shut back down. I don't know. It's. It, I was just wondering. You know, I know we've talked about this a little, but with the NFL's plans so far, obviously it's still a few months away, but. It sounds like they're going to probably leave it up to the states to decide uh, based on like the state regulations if like there will be crowds, you know? Yeah, I th- yeah, and I and I look, you know, and as we, you know, let's talk about the NFL. And when we we've been saying this right for a long time, well, you know, the NFL still got months, still months away. Guess what? It's it's now less than two months. <laughs> Right before we would be getting gearing up for the first weekend of, of NFL football, three weeks to training camps. You know, so so it's here, and and this is why this is being all ramped up. And as I talk to, you know, I talk to a lot of people I know around the league, and this would be the coaches. Everyone would be on vacation right now. Everyone would they ever, all the schedules would be done weeks ago. Everything training camp travel when the players are going to return. Everything through the preseason would be done. That that teams are very structured and 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 their habit, you know, they're 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 creatures of habit and everything is right none of that is is really has been has been finalized and so that's why you know the league sent out and i have it in front of me and i, I was combing through it this this 40 page document um in terms of protocols and it's it's you know it's too much to go through right now but just like as i'm looking at it now just some highlights right so it's the nfl and the nfl players association you know both through their through their infectious disease experts um, are going to develop. They're going to develop material that club medical staffs can use to educate everybody. So everybody at a club level has to be educated on things like symptoms. What do you do if you have symptoms? How do you prevent infections? Um, you know, all the social distancing guidelines, things like that. You know, protective equipment. Um, you know, healthy habits, preventative measures. All of that. There's going to be this extensive educational. Um, you know, uh, kind of process. And then, and then it gets into kind of what the breakdown of club personnel and they, they've done it into tiers. Right. And so there's facility access and facility access is, is going to be restricted during training camp to a limited number of essential personnel. And based on the, the job, you're going to be put into a tier. Right. 
And restricted areas are basically, you know, the practice and the, and the stadium playing fields, the sidelines, the locker rooms, the training rooms, the medical exam rooms, the player meal and, and meeting rooms, player lounge areas and weight rooms. That's a restricted area. And you, you, if you're in tier one, which is going to consist of players and essential football personnel who need direct access to players for more than 10 minutes at a time, you have access to that restricted area, right? Everybody else, it's going to be limited, right? So, so when you talk about tier one, right, those are players, those are coaches, those are athletic trainers, physicians, strength and conditioning coaches, and equipment managers, right? They will have access to restricted areas on an as-needed basis. Tier two, right, which are non-playing personnel who, who do have to have some contact with, with players and coaches but don't have to have it at – extensively, right? They're not going to have access to those restricted areas um, and it's going to be limited. And that's like the the facility staff, which is like cafeteria and food service people. Um, it's going to be people like ownership, general managers, football operations staff. And there's going to be limits to the number of people you can have in each tier. Tier one, 60 people on a daily basis. Tier two, 40 people on a daily basis. And then there's even lower tiers like tier, tier two M, which are media people and tier three, which are essential facility workers, but they don't have to have access to the players and the tier one people. So it's crazy to think you have to go through all of this tier these people up because before training camp starts, each team is going to have to submit who is in each group. And then, and then kind of, then you get into, the, the 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 cleaning, the disinfecting, everything that has to be wiped down, all of the the limited. These guys are going to be working out in 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 weight rooms limited to ten or fifteen people, small groups. There's no fans, no visitors to training camp at any time. Um, you know, teams can hold club fan events at their stadium. They they have a limit to two, but you, no fans, no visitors are going to be allowed at training camp. Um, so there's so much that goes into this. And like Travis said, we're three weeks from the start of training camp. And then it doesn't even, then you, this document gets into travel protocols. Okay. When they go on the road, what do they have to do? You know, all of this, it, it's, it's, it's very extensive. And these are the things that teams are going to have to, going to have to go through. And then, right. Somebody tests positive or somebody comes down with symptoms. They're going to have to be quarantined. Then they're going to have to be retested. People that had close contact with them are going to have to be tested. It's a lot of stuff. It's going to be a massive, massive undertaking to start the season. And, and that's the reality of what, where we are in the world today. My favorite saying. And we're seeing some of the, the breakdowns in that with some of the baseball players who've, who've gone back to work and started training again and how they're upset with, you know, they get tested on Friday and the results hadn't come through. And now people are starting to test and then facilities are closing because of the positive tests, you know, you know, on Monday. So, so I think, you know, people are fed up with it and they're not, they're not being, you know, it's, it's not being handled the way that it was, it was promised to them in their agreement. And, and I think it's unreasonable to expect, no, we haven't dealt with this in our lifetime. This is, this is new. It's unreasonable to think that this is going to, this is going to go flawlessly or, Hey, this is not, this is not going to happen that way. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be, 
and what, what we just hope and pray doesn't happen. Obviously, the health and safety of the people involved, that's that's the key. You don't want to have any 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 catastrophes like that. But what you don't want is just is just a, a rash of positive tests and then they just shut it down. And and now we're back to, you know, no sports. Um and we're kind of trying to figure out, okay, what's going to, can we even get a 2021 season in? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. I think, go ahead, Scott. Oh, yeah. I was, I just saw something uh, over the weekend too, though, that the athletics and the nationals, speaking of baseball, were upset because uh, there was like, a, I think delays with testing and it, you're right, Dean, it is complicated, but they, I think there's a concern that, you know, the MLB was kind of saying too, it's like, well, it was the holiday weekend and like, you know, they were FedExing tests and. Yeah, they didn't take that into consideration that it's a holiday weekend. Yeah, but it, it, it'll be interesting because, you know, testing right now across the country, they're running into supply issues. Like, do we have enough supply tests and, you know, for some of the sports things you hear, they want to test a couple times a week. And if it's a football team, we're talking with all the operational people, Massive. even the minimum, you know, that's like a couple hundred people a couple times a week, you know, for times 32. Yeah. Times 32 times, you know, 25, 30 weeks. It's, it's a lot, you know, and, uh, and that's on top of, you know, all the people in, in any given state, who are trying to get tested and things like that. So there's a lot of logistics that uh, every league has to figure out right now. Yeah, and I know the one thing I'm hearing on the college football side, and look, this is even I, – I think we're going to see – we're going to see different conferences doing different things. Um, I think you might see some of the bigger conferences shortening their seasons. Maybe they don't play out of conference games. Maybe they just play their conference schedule. They start the conference schedule earlier and they end earlier. Um, because I think, because I think there's a, you know, obviously there's going to be on at least the college side, the unknown of, Hey, do we, you know, let's get done before it starts to get cold across the country because that brings on a whole nother, right? Flu season and everything else. You know, the weather gets colder, people start to get sick more, and who knows how this thing is going to morph. Um, so I think, you know, I think we need to be prepared for that. And, uh, you know, the Ivy League already announced potential that that they, they may, uh, you know, they may push football, including, you know, all fall sports, including football, to the spring of 2021. Who knows what's going to happen there on the college side? And I think we just have to, um, again, it's, it's coming quickly though. This is, you know, this is going to be college football starts right. Labor Day weekend, even the week before there's games that week zero. And, uh, and this is going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's talk the other big NFL news. And obviously this has been, kind of piggybacking on, on what's what's been happening obviously around the country in in, in terms of the, the social justice but the Washington right this is this is a franchise the name um, has been has been basically 
the connotation is that it's an it's a Native American slur. Many people were offended by this name. It's been the name since what the Washington's been around the, since what 1920s. Um, and I think finally, with all of the the real push that what's happening in the country after George Floyd, I think the renewed um, conversation and ultimately came down to FedEx and other sponsors saying they're going to, you know, they're, they're pushing for the name change. And uh, and the the team announced that they're going to review the name. And I think this is going to lead to a name change. And I think it could lead to a name change before the start of the 2020 season, if we have one. Um, and, and I think there's going to be some people that, that sit there and say, well, what took you so long? Um, I think, yeah, I get it, but at least it's, it's changing. And, and that's how I look at it. That yes, you can you can roll your eyes at the reasoning. You can roll your eyes at what took so long. You can do all of those things. But the bottom line is 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 if it changes. Um, and look, and you guys know me. I'm not one. I don't get offended very often. But I just think that that is so. And 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 I dealt with it at the league office and dealt with. You know, I had a referee. To his credit, you know, he didn't want to work. Washington games. And, 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 and we honored that request because, you know, because of the name and um, you know, but it's, if it changes, then regardless of the reasons, I think that's a good thing and, and we can kind of move forward, but it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, are what they going to change if they do change the, the nickname? Are they going to change the Braves and the Seminoles? No, I think, you know, and... that I think the Braves have already said, and I think there's a different Braves chiefs. I think, I think we can all look at those names and say that's different than what was happening in Washington. Um, you know, it just is. And and when you're when you're highlight whether it's the Seminoles, whether you're highlighting Native American, you know, history, culture, whatever. I think that's good. I think that's important. The first, you know, when I got interested in Native American history, it was like I think I told you guys I played my first Little League baseball team when I was whatever, seven years old, um, the whole league was Native American names and I played for the Apaches and I was interested in it and I wanted to, to read up about it. And, and that's been something that I've done, you know, since that point. So I don't think Braves, you know, I think the one team that, that could change is Cleveland. I think the, you know, the Indians, I think that, you know, they've changed their mascot, their logo, that things like that. But I think that could be uh, a name that, that I think they have to review. Um, and again, and this isn't, you guys know, and I don't think any of us are, are, are ultra PC, but it is, the, the Washington name is, you can't sit there and talk about social justice and equality and have that be one of your 32 franchises. I just right. And they happen to be in the nation's capital, you know? Yeah, it's, it's... And yeah, there's that picture isn't there a this might be either for from a Cleveland Indians game, but there's like a guy where there is a Native American man outside the stadium, and then there's like a white guy in like crazy paint, and he's like with like that. He's like, "Hey, this is cool." And it, it uh, is, and it's like, and you talk about right? Is it? You can't sit there and say that's not a. You know, I'm not Native American. I don't know what you know, how, you know, most people, Native Americans would feel about that. But you got to think that there's an element of that that would be similar to blackface, right? Like, like that's, that's, that's how I would look at it. That, that, that you're, you know, this is my culture. This is my, my history and all those things. And I don't see that as a tribute, right? I, I wouldn't see it as a tribute. I, I just, that's how, that's how I feel. Well, I, I think, um, 
you know, you brought up it, like with Florida State, they the, the college, they're one instance where they've worked with local like Seminole tribes and gotten official approval. Uh, whereas, and then the other thing, I guess, is just, you know, back at teams in college for decades have been switching from some sort of Indian related name yeah. to something else. And there's always uh, pushback, but after a few years, it just is what it is. And it'll be part of this team's history. It's not going to go away. If you look up the history of the team, no. the Super Bowl no. winning teams, it won't be like, what happened? There's nothing there. So, you know, just moving forward, I think whatever, you know, they're going to probably switch the name this season, I would imagine. But um, I think moving forward, you'll see, you know, pushback, but things move on and things change. I, I think the thing about it is people will call them, you know, hypocrites because they said they weren't going to change it or do anything about it. But I think, I think I, this is how I would feel. And this is how they should feel too, is, you know, you'd rather be a hypocrite than stay the same forever. And, and, and that to yeah. me is just, Admit just, yeah. Admit you're wrong and say, we're changing it. Let's, let's move on and, and make it, you know, make it a, a quick swift change and you move on and you forget about it. But yeah. that, and that's my thing. Like I can't, I don't like when people, if somebody's willing to listen and change, then don't mm-hmm. rake them over the coals. Just they're sure. willing to sit and listen and change. They're going to change. Then don't sit there and rake them over the coals for the, you know, yes, I can't control what happened in the past. Right. I can learn from it and, and, and move on. But you know, and that's people want to be, you know, a lot of people want to, play you know they want to be offended they want to you know play a victim role and 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 this you know we all at some at some point or another have felt sorry for ourselves and and and, and fallen into that place but you know if someone's willing to listen and, and change then then let's support them make the change and and move on and not make it a negative thing um and because the thing is we got a long way to go and you saw i mean i i was reading today right deshaun jackson his comments right this this is you know we've got to educate all we all have to continue to educate ourselves on on what it means what what hate speech is what you know what how much our words matter and 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 i know sean is um you know come out and apologize and things like that and making you know when you when you reference Hitler, when you reference things like that, um, that's it's hard to sit there and say it's not anti-Semitic. I mean, it, it's just that's and and again and continue to educate ourselves. And nobody's perfect, and we all make mistakes, and we all say dumb things. And social media is. We were talking about it, right? I've told these guys like it is. You can. I mean, I can ruin my career right now with this thing I have in my hand. I can go on Twitter and I can and I can ruin my career and ruin my life by, by saying the wrong thing or saying something stupid. And, uh, and that's a big, big responsibility. Everybody, anybody with a public, you know, with a public platform has to be mindful that their words matter. And I think that's part of the reason why the guy in the white house right now shouldn't be in the white house because, because words are important when things that we, we, we say, especially when we have a platform and we have a following. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's tough. I think rule number one of social media is anything that involves Hitler, stay away from it. That's a good rule. Like who? That's a good rule. No, you don't need it's to good, quote him ever. Can you? Okay, let's let's come up. Let's go to break, and when we come back, we're gonna 
We're going to come up with the list of people you cannot quote. All right? Let's go to break. <laughs> Let's go to break. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're back on good calls and so let's let's talk about some bad calls let's talk about we talked about Deshaun Jackson quoting Hitler okay we understand Hitler's probably at the top of the list um stay away from anything Hitler right just absolutely stay away from it like you can't even you can't even like shave you can't even go near the mustache like you can't if it's too tight you, you can't do that. You can't. The name Adolf is out. You can't name your kid Adolf. You can't do anything Hitler related for very good reasons. Who else is on the list? Any dictator, any dictator at all. Who can you not? Who can you not quote any dictator? Yeah, just stay away from dictators. So if if Saddam Hussein had like amazing, like something where you're like, wow, that's like Oscar Wilde-ish. And and you can't you can't use it because it was Saddam. Yeah, stay away from Bin Laden. Stay away from Bin Laden. If I threw up two quotes, if I threw up a quote and I said this is either Hussein or Wild, even if it's amazing, I can't use it if it's Hussein. Probably not in your best interest. You just, you know, was Bin Laden big? I don't I didn't I don't think Bin Laden was big in the in, in the, the quote, quote in he, the quote world. Yeah, you just behind the scenes. You just got to be careful because, like you said before, we went to break. You just got to do a little research. You got to be careful. Little research. And then, like you said, anything you type into your phone or whatever can destroy it. It's like 
do I need to put this out there? Especially if I have a platform, if I'm Deshaun Jackson. 100%. It's like, Why it's like, do I really, I, I, anytime I tweet, and I don't tweet all that often, you know, if, yeah, if somebody asked me about a football question, then yeah, I'll respond. But I, even then I read it, I make sure there's no, you know, I'm not spelling anything wrong or anything like that. But do you need to put that out there? I remember, um, I remember when Colin, when Kaepernick, you know, got a lot of crap for wearing a, uh, a Che Guevara um, T-shirt, right? Because a lot of Cubans, um, no, was it, was it, oh, no, 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 it wasn't Che Guevara. It was, he, he made a comment about Castro. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Cubans that were, had left, had left Cuba were living in the United States, especially in South Florida, were upset because of the comments he made about Castro. And that's to me, and this is a guy that had, is educated, that has obviously been a, a, a driver in, in, in civil rights and social justice. But you got to, like you said, you got to educate yourself before you, you start quoting people and start talking about stuff um, because it is, it's a minefield out there. He, he's not the only one. A lot of politicians have screwed up in Florida when they're trying to appeal to one side or the other. And, you know, obviously the people who left Cuba, they have strong opinions on that. And sure. uh, uh, he's not the first and he won't be the last. Just kind of uh, really made a mess of that. Well, you know what? You know what was going on? Not widely publicized, but the night that the, you know, Castro took control, there was actually a party at, at, at the president's, this big gala and Michael Corleone was there with Fredo and Michael realized that Fredo was the one that betrayed him with Hyman Roth and he kissed him. I saw, I saw, I saw that oh, documentary. I knew, yeah. I knew it was you, Fredo. And then, and then, and then governor Cuomo, you know, called that an Italian slur. <laughs> <laughs> 90 years later, whatever it was. Let, let me ask you this, Dean. Is is Trump on this list of unquotables at no, this point? You, I mean, I here's the thing. I think you can get in trouble. Trump is a very divisive character, obviously, a divisive yeah. figure. I think if you're if, if you work for in certain industries, I think you can get in trouble for aligning yourself with Trump um, without question. Um, and like I said, look, I'm not, I don't agree. I, I think you're, you're the president of the United States. Act like it, act like a decent human being and don't, and don't promote, you know, crap. But, you know, I don't think Trump is unquotable. I think well, I, if, I, if I retweeted something from Trump, I would probably get a lot of, I'd probably get a lot of backlash on Twitter, but I don't think I'd lose my job depending on what it is. Well, but I think the thing is, you know, there's rule like it's it's just a Hitler rule. You don't. That's that's an absolute. That's a yeah. And you don't bring it up like you're at a party and then you you put in a quote of his and you're like, hey guys, you know who said that? Actually, trouble. Who got in trouble? It was a football coach. I forget who it was, but he talked about he he said it. He prefaced it by saying, obviously. I don't agree with what he did, but the guy was a great leader because he got everybody to follow him and he got annihilated. 
Like, he, I think he lost his job. He was like a college football coach. Yeah, I just, I, I just looked it up. It was uh, not to drag his name through the dirt here, but Morris Berger at Grand Valley State University. Yeah, he he gave props to Hitler. <laughs> you can't do that. You just. It's off. It's off the table. Like, it's just, you can't do it. Hey, I, will, I, I will say an enemy of yours, though, Michael Jordan, he tried to bring back the mustache. You remember that? Oh, yeah. He had the little. He, had the little. <laughs> he, he tried to, and not even Michael Jordan could really make it if work. If Michael Jordan can't make it work, then you know. Tom yeah. Selleck, though. Let's it's, it's, let's be honest Tom, here. No, Tom Selleck, yeah, it was a little bit bushier. Yeah, it was, like. yeah. But is there anybody? Is are we missing anybody else? I think I, stay away from World War II dictators, Stalin, Hitler, Mussolini. Like stay away from those even guys. Them, like, but there's people that that I don't think Stalin and Mussolini. Like Mussolini is is a is a well loved figure <laughs> for some Italians. Like he's not. Is it for you? Well, there's some people love Hitler too, but like that, just. You just stay away from him. You just say like that's it's, it's, fascism. You you Mussolini's your guy, but um, I I don't know. But I think Hitler's at the top of the pyramid. But I just I don't know if there's anybody quite can can challenge him for that throne. You just it's no like one. no no matter the situation, it's just never a good time to bring him up. That's that's just the rule. You just don't. You're on a first date. You're at a, a company party. Worst things to bring up on a first date. <laughs> I did. I, you know, I remember I, I had a conversation with um, Terry Bradshaw one time after on a Sunday after games. No, and he's he not not that, but he's a but he's a very big history buff and he studies this stuff. And we were talking about World War II and he knows his stuff. And and we were talking about World War II and Hitler and, and things like that. Um, so it's obviously it's a part of history. And uh, but again, it's like you said, first date. Um, things you can't talk about on a first date: Hitler, Holocaust. Um, what else can you not talk about on a first date? Well, I wouldn't bring up any prior prior girlfriends, exes, spouses, boyfriends. Probably not a good to go into much detail about that. Stay away from health. Anything anything health related? I think that's probably a taboo topic. And and also, I know true crime is very popular, but you probably don't want to lead off on a date with like just read about this cool murder. Yeah, serial killer, like, <laughs> out, yeah, serial killer stuff, probably not good. Yeah. Your favorite show is Dexter. First date, it's the, 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 the starting, a bad first date is like going, talking about Hitler and ordering like really, really saucy chicken wings. Like that would be like just bad. Like just, you know, not enough wet, wet, wet wipes. It would just be a bad deal. You don't want to see me eat chicken wings. I'll be sweating. Yeah, really hot ones, like the <laughs> super hot ones. Like, oh, you know what? You know, you know who I really, you know, who I really like a lot of his his politics was Adolf Hitler. And by the way, we're gonna we're gonna order the hottest wings on the menu. They have a hot wing contest here. So, what what do you like to do in your spare time? Yeah, right. So the date is at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> the date is at if, yeah. If you if you go to a if you take yes, exactly. Can you ever have a first date at, at B Dubs? Absolutely. 
<laughs> if it's just like a meetup, have a couple of drinks. But if you're like, hey, I'm taking you to dinner and you don't tell and just look, we're we're all I'm taking you to dinner. I'm not gonna tell you where, and you just B dubs. Is that acceptable? No. Or like, hey, there's a there's a Buffalo Wild Wings near us. You want to meet there, have a drink, and then maybe we can figure it out from there. That yeah, that that's, that's fine as long as you sit at the bar. Maybe I mean, too, if they're a sports <laughs> fan, that's helpful. Then it's not so weird. Yeah, it would it would be weird too. So if you it, met her, if you met her at a poetry class, and you're like, yeah, I know this place. They they, they play all the Big Ten games on Saturdays. It's a Michigan bar. Like no. Speaking of football, what did you guys think of Patrick Mahomes? This contract <laughs> has gotten a lot of attention for obvious reasons. Um, what did you think of the deal? I mean, anytime you're getting anywhere near half a billion dollars, it's a, it's a great deal. Like, you're not going to get a ton of guaranteed money like uh, in NFL, like you do in baseball and other sports. So I think anytime you're talking about half a billion dollars, it's a good deal. And he's, he's now tied to that franchise. And I think that helps. I think that helps like players when you're with one franchise for your entire career, I think that helps your marketability. And I think in the long run, it's, it's going to be a deal that, that, that we're going to look back and say, this is a good deal. I think it's a good deal for the chiefs. They're going to win more championships. And he's, and he's right. I think he's, he's, the best player you can argue position, but he's the best player in the NFL. He won a Super Bowl. Um, he is, he is, I, I haven't heard anyone say a bad word about him as a person. Right. He is, he could not be a more likable person. Um, so as for a face of a league and a face of a franchise, you could do much, much worse. Um, but like you said, this, you know, what's interesting about the contract, you talk about guaranteed money. Um, Ryan Tannehill got similar guaranteed money in a four-year deal than, than Mahomes is going to get in, in a, a, what, a 10-year deal. Now, obviously, Tannehill was in a different position. Tannehill was a, was a free agent. Mahomes still had two years left on his rookie deal. Kansas City didn't have to give him a new contract. I think this is a good deal for Kansas City, too. It's a good deal, right? You get the security for Mahomes, but it's a great deal for Kansas City because you could talk about $500 million, but... They don't. They they don't have to pay out this entire deal, right? He'll be a chief as long as the Chiefs want him to be a chief. Right. That's the bottom line. So it's going to be interesting. I think it's twenty twenty seven when that deal that that one year hit goes up to sixty million. Obviously, if he's still playing, which it's likely he will be, still playing at this level, they're not going to mess around. But if he's not, and they're going to take sixty million. Um, off, off a you know a cap hit in one player, they may need to restructure that. So, or they may need to go a different direction. So, obviously, we're speculating, but I think it's a good deal for Kansas City to 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 lock them up because again, the bottom line is, other than that guaranteed money, which is what sixty sixty five million, um, you know, the Chiefs can cut them at any point, right? You know, they 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 if he's not performing, and that's the reality of football. With uh, you know, yes, you you got to perform to stay with the Chiefs the rest of your career. The Chiefs, um, the organization really you know holds the cards at a certain point. You know, once you get into the you know the the latter part of that deal. Um, but I'm happy for him. I'm happy. I hope that they stay together. Um, you know, Andy Reid is one of the 
the best people out there and uh, and obviously winning the Super Bowl. The key now is can you know can they can they continue? Can they repeat and uh, and do it again? And and I don't see there any reason why they can't. Um, you look at what's happening around the league, especially in the AFC with with New England, um, with Brady no longer there, and and that team was you know was probably on the downside anyway. Um, who's gonna who in the AFC is gonna challenge the Chiefs? You know at this point. Um, do you need to see X amount of Super Bowl wins to, to justify that? Concept? Well, if not for a bogus uh, roughing the passer, the Chiefs probably go to the Super Bowl two years ago. And uh, yeah. well, they they offside, right? They had, the game was yeah, over. Yeah, outside, they I know. Jump offside. Um, and then, and also, and they probably you, win. They probably beat the Rams. They probably you know? beat the Rams. I think everyone and, agrees that. And, and also, it's like people are looking at that half a billion. That looks huge, but. When you do year by year, you know, it's more like I think I saw like 45, 47 million a year. And then you look at a guy like Jared Goff, who's getting a guaranteed like 33 million a year. It's like, yeah, it's 10 million more. It was, it was uh, Russell Wilson who was at 35 a year. And this, yeah. this average is out 10, like 45, so 10 million more. But again, it's, you know, there, the chances, and, and he's a guy that could. But I, I'd be shocked if he's on this same contract nine years from now. Right? Right. He's not going to be on this contract four years from now. They're going to restructure it when so, you know a lot of these other contracts with that team are, are going away. And they'll be like, oh, we need to free up some space so we can keep our, our team together. Because I, I imagine they'll win another Super Bowl or two in the next And I years. like what he said, too. Because, yes, he probably, he probably could have gotten more money if he waited. Um, but when you're talking about that kind of money, we don't, and we'll never, none of us will ever be in that position. Um, maybe, maybe Joe, but you know, to be <laughs> sit there and, and sign a deal that is going to set you for life and your children and your children's children, and to be that type of life changing and to have that type of security, who's to fault, you know, Patrick Mahomes or any player that's going to sign that type of contract. Good for him. Yeah. And, and every, every few years, it's it's always a QB that gets a big contract because the money keeps going up. And we're like, this is crazy. This is so much. And then a couple of years later, a new hot QB gets a huge contract. Yeah, and it's going to keep going up because, right, COVID's going to end. New television deals, new money, higher salary cap. The, the, the NFL is not going to go, you know, they're not going to lose their not going to you know go down in revenue every year it's going to go up and and so that that money will be you know in a, a part of a bigger contract right it's whoever it is whether it's whether it's a guy like you know whether it's Trev, trevor you know right the the clemson trevor lawrence. quarterback trevor lawrence who comes in and maybe he you know maybe he does the same thing that mahomes has done or you know if mccaffrey running backs i think have a, a shorter shelf life so i don't see him getting that type of money um long term but again it's good for him and uh, i'm happy to see that he's going to at least stay with the chiefs for um because that's an organization it's it's a it's an organization that you know was part of the was part of the AFL. It's been it's been a one of the franchises in the NFL that is kind of a good standing franchise, and and, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Being in Kansas City too, the other thing is like he's not going to have the media scrutiny that other markets will have if he were to go to a different team. And he's won a Super Bowl there, nearly went to a, another Super Bowl in his first two seasons as the starter. So it's like he's 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 a hero, he's an icon in that city, like. 
he's he's not gonna it, it's it's gonna be it should be pretty smooth sailing for him. Is I, that I, still a thing it. though? Or I know it's still a thing, but is it still because of social media and because of the the changes? Is the home market media like I would say? Oh, you if you can't play in New York, you you know a lot of guys can't play in New York because of the media. Is that still as important today as it was twenty years ago? Because yes, I think the amount of people that cover you is is just more in those cities. Like you're going to have four different beat writers and two columnists from uh, the New York Post, and maybe at the Kansas City Star, you got a columnist and a beat writer. Like you're not going to have the amount of people asking the amount of questions to get the content that they need. And so maybe that for that reason. Yeah, I think that's a, good, that's a good point, Travis. Like I said, I, you're you know what you're talking about. I think I think generally it doesn't matter as much, but I do think specifically LA and New York, there is still a little bit more of a spotlight because that's where these news organizations are based and New York specifically, you know, the post has, you know, tabloid sports headlines. Mm -hmm. So there is just a little bit more pressure, but like at this point though, you know, it's like if you're a superstar, like when LeBron went back to Cleveland, the media followed. So it didn't, yes. you know what I mean? Like, so I, I agree it's not as big of a deal as it was pre-internet, but um, I think if you're in New York City and you, people hate you, the city will let you know in a way that others don't. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're either, and I, and I would agree with that having lived in New York City and New York most of my life. It's, if you're a love, right, you think about someone like Derek Jeter, you know, when you're, when you can perform there, you are, good for life like you're yes. golden if you can't perform there you're like persona non grata like, or say you're yeah. like james dolan yeah like you will you will walk down the street and get mf'd and you will get <laughs> in your own building with your own franchise you will you know fire dolan chance get rid of dolan chance those types of things so um i do agree new york is probably a different a different beast but it's uh you know i think mahomes is going to you know, and then there's going to be right with a contract like that. There's going to be additional scrutiny. You know, is he right? Because Mahomes, you know, if he takes a step back next year and maybe doesn't have a, as good a year, oh, they they overpaid, blah blah blah. We we are a what have you done for me lately society? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, that's why I'm still I'm still waiting for Joe to do something for me. It's, <laughs> it's been years, and it's never nothing lately, nothing in the past. Maybe in the future, Joe. We can what, figure what do it you out. mean? I do all sorts of things for you. I just wanted to wake you up because you haven't been saying anything. Well, I'm just playing online poker. Go. The thing about that deal, though, is they paid. I think what they did is they paid for that Super Bowl. It's been 50 year drought with Kansas City. They're like, let's pay this guy. Let's thank him because the money that came in for that was probably just. No, I just think it was out. a smart deal. I yeah. think it was a smart deal because you're going to pay. You know, if he keeps playing, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, yeah, you're you're getting a discount for these next two rookie contract years. But after that, you put him on the on the open market. You're not cool. going to get him. Yeah. Gonna, I think good. it was a smart deal, man. I mean, the dude's the best play, best quarterback in the league. He's going to get yeah. better, and you 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 just locked him up for his whole prime. Yeah. Well, it's a good deal for the next level quarterbacks too, like Dak and Watson and Dak Lamar. should not get Dak. No, should they shouldn't, get. but now they will. And it's like there's he set the market for these like, other like mediocre quarterbacks. For, I'm all for them getting everything they can get, but Dak should not be making money. Absolutely not. No. Nope. Stop. <laughs>
But, but if, you're, I'm, if I'm Jerry and I'll call Jerry and tell him, Jerry just needs to say stop. That's a name drop. Flex. But, but you're, you're right, though. QBs <laughs> have the longevity. They're, you know, you look at the best QBs in the league. They've been around. Yeah, Most they, of them have been around for shelf life. No question. Hey, um, Dean, can't you just... Can't you just tell Jerry uh, when you see him on the party bus this weekend? I'm not. Ever since COVID, the party bus has been shut down. There's actually social distancing guidelines on the party bus. Oh, okay. The yacht's it's a little bit different because it's bigger, though. So you just can't have too many people in one area of the yacht. Exactly. Though. Exactly. That's where you need to go. And you got to wear a mask. <laughs> the yacht is. That's that's my next. That's my next goal. Getting on the yacht. Party goals. Party goals. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Joe's love affair with Bradley Cooper. Next. Oh, boy. (laughs) There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're back on Good Calls. And... You guys saw, did you guys see um, Stars Born, the most recent Stars Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper? I haven't seen it. You haven't mm-hmm. seen it? It's good. I'm watching a really ton of movies movie. too, but maybe I'll watch it. Um, so Bradley Cooper, right, has been around a long time. Bradley Cooper's a good actor. He's been yeah. good looking guy, likable guy. Um, Except for Wedding Crashers. Can, Wedding Crashers, he played the, he played the jerk, but yeah. still, right? You know, guy was he, he, you look at the um and why am I drawing a blank now? The stupid hangover. Vegas hangover. The hangover, the hangover movies, right? So now he sings, he plays the guitar, he actually speaks French, and Joe went on a <laughs> tirade about how much he hates Bradley Cooper because nobody should have that many like good qualities. Huh. Save 
His the direct line, well, the direct quote was save some for the rest of us. Huh. Like, oh, now he sings and now he plays the guitar. So I didn't realize how jealous Joe was of Bradley Cooper. And like, I, do you have a problem with someone that that is doing well for themselves and has a lot of good qualities? Are you, you know, are Joe? When have you and Bradley Cooper ever been in direct competition for anything? For <laughs> A job, a woman, uh, anything. We're in competition for life. Okay. (laughs) So Bradley Cooper doing well in life is taking away from you, is is negatively impacting you. No, I'm really happy for the guy. I was just giving him his props. Like the guy's really got it together. He was not a prop. He was was like, fuck that guy. This is true. And he was not happy with Bradley Cooper. Listen, it's look, you're tall. You you got a great jawline. You're a great actor. You speak French. I didn't know this. Like the dude's a good looking guy. It's like, hey, you know what? He's not, he's, you know, he's in shape. It's like, hey, all right. We don't need the world to know that you play the guitar and sing too, bro. Like you could have kept that on the back burner. So Maybe tell that on your first day. We came up with some things we thought Bradley Cooper might not be good at. Yeah. To make Joe feel better. So we don't think Bradley Cooper's a very good dancer. I and so that him. made Joe feel better. Yeah, I feel better because I could dance. He's probably good. not that good of an athlete, right? I don't remember any of the scenes in Wedding Crashers where he showed off his athleticism. Wedding Crashers, they played football. They played the football, yard. remember? Yeah, he remember laid out the, he laid out anything the other guy. He laid out, uh, what's but We name? landed on not a good dancer. Not a good dancer. Joe's a good dancer and he's been on so <laughs> Twice. <laughs> so that's something Joe has up one up on Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Guitar so lessons it, start tomorrow. It got me way. thinking, and I want you, I, don't, I want you guys to chime in here. But it got me thinking about my man crushes over the years. So, one of my first man crushes, and I've had a man crush on him since forever, is Brad Pitt. Yeah, Dude, Brad Pitt is the coolest. Brad, I started for me in, and I don't know which one. I don't know. I think I'm not sure which one came out first. I think it was Legends of the Fall, which if you haven't seen Legends of the Fall, watch it. I mean, unbelievable cast. I mean, that cast is ridiculous. It's it's a little slow in the beginning and it picks up. But Brad Pitt, I wanted to be Brad Pitt in Legends of the Fall. Tristan, he had the long flowing hair. He was riding horses in Montana. He was like, I remember, wasn't there in the trailer, there's like a shot where he like tips his cap or something, like he's wearing like a, like a cowboy hat or something, yeah. like tips, and it's like, it's like, there's like water, it, it's like perfect. Yes, yes, yes. perfect. Yes. So Brad Pitt in Legends of the Fall was my first man crush, and I've had a man crush on Brad Pitt forever, and I mean, and now what? 30 years later, he's killing it in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and still the, like the coolest great. dude out there. Mm-hmm. So Brad Pitt, for sure, is like one. The other man crush that I've had for a while, um, and it started with, and, and he was unbelievable in A Time to Kill, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And that's where, and I remember talking to my dad. My dad was like, this guy's going to be a big actor. Like, this guy's good. And then what did he do? He started doing all these rom-coms. And then he did this rom-com, which I'm fine with, you know, get the money, do something easy. And then he kind of went back and, and, and then he won an Oscar and, and, and did some other things. But the movie that did it for me with Matthew McConaughey was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Like, I wanted to be him in that movie <laughs> so bad. He was a big, like, ad executive in Manhattan, in New York City, 
he ends up he ends up with um, what's her name, who's awesome. Um, come on, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, and he's a big Knicks fan, and the Knicks were in the finals against the Kings in the movie. Dude, you know what's Which funny? That you know that's fiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. The nice Knicks one, were in the finals in the '90s several times. Okay. <laughs> you so. know what's funny, Dean? I remember remember Boomerang. I remember thinking I want to be Eddie Murphy in Boomerang if I'm ever. Oh, like, I've a had a man crush dude. on Eddie Murphy since yeah. since like Saturday Night. Same. Box. He was in New York City. He had a. I think he was an ad exec also, and he was just he was just smooth. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy grew up is. Originally from Long Island, not far from where I grew up. So Eddie Murphy's always, I've always had, Eddie Murphy's like, might be top, you know, I don't know about, depending on how you, how you define talent. But when it comes to the entertainment world, top five most talented people in that, in that world. Well, does he sing and play the guitar though? He sings. Not He had a hit single. He had a hit single. (laughs) My girl likes to party all the time party all the time <laughs> so any anybody and i do have a new man crush more recent one i'll get into that in a second but anybody come on travis i know you've had a man crush well brad pitt was one of mine for sure and and like for for the reasons you said he's just such a great actor he seems like such a cool guy to hang out with right I would yeah so wooderson wooderson yeah wooderson as soon as you met wooderson and days of confused you loved him and like Matthew McConaughey, I'm, I'm saying like that. I have to agree yeah, with you on yeah. that one. Um, I'm trying to think like Michael Jordan loved the guy when I was a kid. Like oh, he just geez. wanted to be like Mike. I know, I know. I, 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 I felt like Stop. I should hold that back, but it's like, you wanted to be like Mike. He did everything you wanted to. to you wanted to be an asshole? Who well, you didn't see that as a, as a basketball and was a dick as a, to his teammates. As a kid, you didn't see that. You just saw it as a competitor. That's all. Under a shroud of secrecy. Is that what you want to be? <laughs> Yes. Yes. I think Brad Pitt's a little short. He's five eleven. Here comes Joe. I looked Here him comes up. Joe, he's trying to be. break him down. He's a little short. Yeah, Brad if it Pitt, says five eleven on the internet, he's five nine. Amazing friends. Like he'd be like, he'd call me, and he'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm watching. I'm I'm breaking down the replays from the from the Big Ten games. Oh, which game? The Michigan game? That was a great call at the end. In the third, I'd be like, "Yeah, it was." Well, so, so you'd be like Leo in Once Upon a Time, and he'd just be like, "I brought beer. We can hang he out." He'd come over. Yeah, he'd yeah. come over. And they're like, "Dude, you, can you pick me up? We're gonna go. We're gonna go to the studio." Oh yeah, I'll drop you off. Yeah. And and when you're crying after blowing a call on air, he'd be like, "Hey, oh, man, I'm like, it's I'm okay. like sitting in the mirror. <laughs> you're better than that. How could you say that was a catch?" <laughs> What you gotta have? You can't have three whiskey sours. You have to have eight. Uh, I think Matthew McConaughey would be more the guy that you'd be watching football like like that with. Like, he I don't might know. be annoying. I've never been in in the same place as Brad Pitt. I have rubbed elbows with Matthew McConaughey. Oh. I've never I've never been in the same. I've Matthew McConaughey and I. I've I've, I've rubbed elbows with him and I've acknowledged him. I haven't said any words to him, but I've, I've, I've acknowledged him. And he was probably like, oh, who's that cool guy? But Brad Pitt, I've never been. And Brad Pitt, I think, either has a place in Santa Monica or resides here at times. I don't know. You know, I don't know what, I think he's right. He's, there, he's back with Jennifer Aniston, right? That's the I haven't followed it. I, I don't. Fo- I haven't followed his personal life too. We have. Likely. We have all that information at our fingertips. Can somebody look that up? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Joe, who's your man crush? And it has to be. It's going to be, and you can't say like, 
like uh, Chuck Zito. <laughs> Chuck Zito back. Yes, Chuck Zito. And 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 their last name can't be Gracie. So pick somebody else. Um, I, I've always liked John Mayer. Whoa, out of left wow. field. Oh, that is out of left. I've always field. been a John Mayer fan. Like, dude's an amazing guitarist. He's funny. Sure. He's really funny. Um, he's a little he was, like he's a. I think he's a little dorky, but because he's such an amazing, uh, you know, artist, it makes him cool. And he's like, oh, I could be cool now. But okay. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm a John Mayer fan. John Mayer. Okay. Yeah. Scott. Well, I mean, you already said Brad Pitt. He always is cool, and it's uh, it's annoying in that he seems to be getting cooler as time goes on. You know, here's the thing: with Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt is is kind of following. Like Clooney gets cooler. It's kind of like that Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, getting cooler as they get older. Sean Connery, like Denzel, like you're getting cooler as you get. I think Clooney's Clooney was up there on mine too. I think he's he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, Clooney Clooney is good at like by all accounts too, he's a pretty chill dude like when there's like you know kind of tyrants on set or whatever, he defends other people and things. Oh, but, yeah. uh, well that's good. But uh, actually uh, as far as like a character actor guy, I've actually I don't know if this is a man crush or I just I think he's very underrated is Steve Zahn. You know who that is? Yeah. Oh yeah. Steve Zahn's been in a ton of movies. I feel like if he shows up in your movie, you're like, okay, there's something fun going on. I'm watching a Steve Zahn. I'm watching. I've uh, one of my favorite episodes of Modern Family is Steve Zahn, and and they move next door. Like absolutely, Steve uh, a Steve Zahn movie. I'm watching. He's a Marshall, Minnesota guy. That's why you like him. Small uh, town Minnesota. I'm oh, I've sure. got my. I've I got had my to own, Google him, but I've yeah, I definitely my, have seen him in a ton of stuff. Well, got, and then, hey, he was in. He, you know, he was in a lot of those, like in the '90s. Like he was in Reality Bites, that thing you do. I uh, a movie I the, like a the lot. One with the one with Jack Black and uh, and what's his name? Emmer from Saving Silver. Kidnap, they kidnap Amanda Peet. Yeah, yeah. So, and then they that movie I don't love, but they watch it. They're Neil Diamonds. They're Neil Diamond. They're Neil Diamond. Yes. yes. It's yeah. called Diamonds in the Rough. That's a so great, great Neil Diamond cover yeah. thing. <laughs> my, you know what? I, I want to take mine back. My all time, Randy Couture. Okay. Randy Couture. I can see Randy Couture. Dude is, he's bad. Go ahead. I know what you want to say. Go ahead. Well, I know Randy Couture. Oh, there, <laughs> there it is. I'll tell you another one that I with him at the gym if you want, but yeah, I've been waiting for my invite. I have yet to get it. Super cool guy. Um, and obviously as accomplished a martial artist, a mixed martial artist as you're going to get, um, uh, and actually I watched, where was I? I was just telling you the story, Joe, when I was in Vegas and I watched him and Brock Lesnar, um, the, when, when Brock, when Brock knocked him, knocked him out, was that that, that fight? Um, and I was heartbroken because I thought he was going to win. Yeah, Couture is um, a bad dude, man. Oh, you know one that everyone will say and everyone I think will agree is Bill Murray. I don't, but Bill Murray, like man crush is different. Like I don't want to be Bill Murray. Like that's well, what I, that that's how I look at it. I'll say this for all us ugly guys out there. He's aspirational because you're like, he's cool. He's funny. 
he, he loves sports. He's a big Chicago oh, yeah. sports guy. But no one would ever be like, this is leading man, handsome Bill Murray. Yes. Yet he has gotten to be a leading man. So for all the uggos out there like myself, it, it gives you. What was the know? one he did? He did the one movie with uh, was it Scarlett Johansson or? Um, oh yeah, um, yeah. No, no, Lost, Lost in Translation. Lost in translation. Lost in translation. Yeah, that's, that's with her. Yeah. And that uh, was good. That was leading manish, and that was a romantic. Uh, yeah, and that's when he was doing, he was kind of transitioning into more serious stuff. But it's just like, he's had a great career. Every, he, like, if he shows up at anything, people love him. He's, he constantly, like, shows up at people's weddings. And top things. five, top five small role ever is him in, in, uh, in Kingpin. Oh, he was great in that. His yeah. hair, his hair, and that was so big hard. urn, big urn. Like that, like for a small, small part. In that movie, he's unbelievable. Ernie McCracken. Yes. yes. The other one I was thinking of kind of is on that same vein. Like, it was just funny. Like, I Adam Sandler was always a guy. Like, he's not. So, so, but you think, so, but you don't think of him as like the man crush. Like, you want, you want to be him. Like, all the girls yeah. want to be with him. Like, he doesn't fall into that, but he's still just like, he was the lovable loser kind of guy who always he's had grown a cute on girl in Billy Madison. He like, he's growing as an actor. He was always yeah. playing funny songs. Like, he's grown on me for sure. And I, I like him. Whereas I was like, I was kind of like, eh, but I really like him now. And he's definitely grown on me. Um, but he, I, like, for me, that's not a man. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't want to be Adam Sandler in, in, uh, in, uh, not none. Little, little Nicky and sure. little Nicky <laughs> <laughs> or the one with Kevin Garnett, the one we just uncut gems. That's, uncut one gems. Yeah. that's the worst. I, that's the worst life ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. I want the opposite of the life he had there. Like, <laughs> that was one big ball of like anxiety. I thought it was cool. Like he's moving and shaking all the time. There's always something that is going on. I, I it was cool. No, there's way too much. There was spoiler way too much. alert. <laughs> way too much. I love his. I love his girlfriend in the movie, but way too much. And his wife was awesome too. Um, but no, <laughs> no, not a not, not. So did did we get your top five or did we get like three or? Here's the new one. This is an unknown. And this is like, and, and I, I think I mentioned to you this show, right? The Last Kingdom. The dude that is the lead actor in The Last Kingdom, his name is Alexander Draymond. Dude, and Joe, he might land on your, this dude is, is leading man handsome. He's a great actor. Like he, and he's, and that's not an easy, he's, you're playing, like you can't take certain actors and play that type of role, right? You can't, you can't just take, you know, like, think about, has George Clooney playing, played like a Braveheart period leading man? You can't just, that's different, right? So he's good, good, you know, leading man, handsome, great actor. He comes from a martial arts background, Joe. He, he grew up, Travis, I got one for you, grew up in Wyoming part of his, part of his life, rode horses in Wyoming, and then moved, his family like moved to like, Europe or Germany, whatever. So speaks German, fluent German, French, English, and uh, and the dude's like, like a stud. And and he plays Uhtred on Last Kingdom. And I want to be Uhtred. What's his name? Alexander Draymond. Okay. Uh, real quick, Dean. I hope I'm not stealing your thunder. I do want to say I've always thought Keanu Reeves was awesome. Oh God! Wow, that's a bad one. How is that bad? He's a humanitarian. He 
You you love movies. He's that speed is great. No, I just he's the best worst actor ever. Like I, I, see, I disagree with that premise. I think people miscast him. They tried to make him do stuff that he wasn't good at. You know, yeah, and I and I for me, I like I want you to be able to. I want you to be able to morph. I want you know Christian Bale. I want you know Russell Crowe. I want Russell Crowe to play. Maximus and then play, you know, put on 60 pounds to play, you know, the vice president to play Cheney. Or I want to see De Niro put on 60 pounds to play, you know, Jake LaMotta. Like, that's what I want to see. So your big thing is they can gain weight. <laughs> yes. I, I think we're missing play, the obvious one play here, an Italian-American. Yes. I think we're yeah. missing the obvious one here, guys. And we've, we've focused a lot on actors, but we didn't mention Tom Brady. Like, if any of us say they don't yeah. have a man crush on yeah, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady's definitely I like Tom Brady. Lying. I don't have a man crush on him. I, I like I him. Mean, he's got it all. I feel like he's I got don't it all. like him. Yeah. I like him. I don't have a man crush on him. Uh, no, he's a, like listen, him. I'm going to tell you, he does have something wrong with him, Travis. He's a terrible dancer. I witnessed this firsthand. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Yeah, you've been to the Super Bowl Dude. party with him. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay, wow. I think the the most all obvious right. one. It all comes back to Joe's dancing and what he has Let's, on guys. Listen, so that, and that's where wait, we started. No, and that's where we're. We're at. not stopping. Bradley <laughs> Kobe, Cooper is Kobe a bad Bryant. dancer. Kobe Bryant is the big one. I mean, dudes are getting his his picture tattooed on them. Uh, no, yeah. that's for next week. Next week, we're going to talk about the rules of getting a celebrity tattooed on your body. Okay. When that's acceptable. Scott's face is exactly in agreement with me. But next week, we're going to talk about that. Oh, that is one. I remember. Yeah. So here's the thing. I want to talk about, dude, wakeboarding is the hardest thing ever in the world. Like, I'm, I've always been a pretty good athlete. I can do a lot of different things physically. I, we try, I tried to wakeboard over the weekend. I didn't my first time. And I only tried like, what, I don't know, seven or eight times. I can't get, I couldn't get up on the board. Like, that's hard. Travis, Travis is like surfer dude, but that's hard. Have you, have you surfed though, Dean? Have you done just like ocean I've surfing? Surfed, yeah, I've surfed. I find surfing to be harder. It's like wakeboarding. I thought was, was a little bit easier, but surfing's more challenging because there's so many more variables with surfing that, that you don't have with, with, I just couldn't get up on the damn board. You just didn't keep your arms back then. You just didn't keep your weight back and your arms back. I know I kept falling yeah. forward and yeah. then the rope would pull away. Yeah. yeah you got to keep was... your arms back. I'm surprised Joe didn't teach you this. Maybe he was busy. They, sleeping. They, they did try to teach me and, and I'll go again and I think I'll get it eventually, but that, that shit is hard. It, you, you weren't, you weren't starting in the optimal. Well, first I, of all, I, well, I agree because I watched the video since, and I definitely was not starting in the optimal position. The, but you, and you also went. Missed, my feet were not right. You also went after guys who are really good. Who they make it look easy. They just stand up on the thing, like they literally yeah. just get up. You, what you need to do is you need to get in like a like a fetal position, yeah. like your knees at your chest, and just let the boat pull you. And it's also in your defense, we we're on a river, so the water's not still. If you're on like a lake. And the water's just flat. You could literally just lay there and you don't move. But when you're on a river, it's moving constantly. Well, then we need to go on a lake because that shit was hard. I mean, Dude, I, are you going to post the video on Twitter so we can see it? There's nothing to see. It's me. It's me bobbing my head in the water, <laughs> a, a, a rope pulling away from my arms and me like smashing yeah. my hands against the water. And like, you just it. hear my question for you. Did you get a bloody nose doing it? No, no. Then, then you weren't. Yeah, then, then you're you better go than hard I enough. was my first time because <laughs> I got pulled over, smashed face right Did into really? the water. Oh yeah, 
That's the video I was like, oh, we I got this. And then just the same thing. You, you let your arms get all the way extended and then the boat just takes you forward and you smash straight down. Yeah, I got a bloody nose. But yeah, my first, I didn't happens. get up my very first try, um, but I did get up. So yeah. sorry, Dean. I'll try it again. The other thing that, that Joe got to witness, here's the, did you guys know that there's an arrow in the FedEx logo? Yeah. The Scott, did you negative know? space. Yeah, there's yes. I have no idea. I, I, I did some graphic design. And now you can't unsee it, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't unsee it. Yeah, now it's I so great. It. Dude, it's one of the greatest you, logos of all time. listening, there's an arrow between, right? The, the, the e X and the, and the X. B. Yeah. Yeah. Or the D and the E? No. What is, when it, e and the e X. And the, e and the X. E and the X. Yeah. There's an arrow, yeah. and it's pointing to the right. It's, it's insane. The, dude, so I know. It's <laughs> insane. The. Let me tell you guys something. The, the live version of Brain of Blandino, it is amazing. Like the things this dude, we, we hung out for a couple of days over over Fourth of July weekend, and he just the random stuff that goes on in this dude's mind. <laughs> We're driving. He, he calls me up. He's there like, "There was a guy." Yeah, yeah <laughs> go ahead. You tell a, it. Go. I was following Joe, and there was a guy that passed us on the left in like a pull, a pickup truck, and he had a you know how they do the it's not a I don't know what the actual way they do it, but it's like an engraving on the back window. And it was of, of that's of a glass engraving. The, yeah. yeah. And it was of the Joker, the, the, the Heath Ledger Joker. Oh Jesus. With, with the words, you, why so serious? Okay. This mm-hmm. is on the back of this dude's pickup truck. So as he's passing, I called Joe and I was like, how proud was this dude when he got it done? And then he like drove to all his friends' houses and he was like, <laughs> Didn't say anything at first and hoping they'd notice on their own. No, he called he drive, me. Like, <laughs> he called me and he's like, dude, how stoked was that guy when when he got that sticker put on or whatever it was? <laughs> he's and I'm just like, this is what's going on in your head? Like all these cars, <laughs> and that's what's happening in your mind. And there was a couple yeah. other ones too, right? There was, there was a couple other like just weird, random Brain of Blandino thoughts. And I was like, this is the live version of Brain of Blandino. <laughs> It was just incredible to just be part of it in the moment. We started talking about celebrities and when is it okay yeah. to, to tattoo a celebrity on your body? Like, when is that ever? So that was like, so we'll talk about that next week. I think we should get somebody to tattoo the Dean Blandino on him. Like, give a pretty handsome prize. Send a tattoo with Dean on you. I, 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 yeah, that would be. I bet there's someone out there who has Dean Blandino tattoo. consider that. <laughs> But um, there's guys. Right, so speaking of Brain of Blandino, let's do one. Rules to wearing a black dress shirt. Oh, <laughs> yes. So somebody had mentioned it was you, Joe. <laughs> some some guy, Joe's like neighbor, asked him to borrow a black dress shirt, like a button down, long sleeve black dress shirt. And I was like, where's he going? Like where is where is he going to like a a mafia funeral? Like when <laughs> when is it acceptable? When, okay, where would you where would it be acceptable to wear a button down black dress shirt? Where are you going to wear it? I want to hear you're Travis working first. a catering event at a wedding. <laughs> Even then, though, you're not wearing the black. You might not. You're not wearing the black shirt. Like black on black, that's a very strong like 
that's a very strong like message. That's you, aggressive. You need to be you need to be very cool to pull off a black dress shirt with like a black like sports coat or yeah. black tie. Yeah. You have to be like Keanu Reeves. Well, I'm I'm know. pretty cool, I mean, which is Johnny why Cash, I, I did have yes, that shirt. But where where are you going? Like, where is that guy going? Like, where is he going with a black dress shirt? I mean, Travis, I have t- you ever worn a black dress shirt? I probably have, but where? I, I don't know. Wedding? I don't know. I'm not you sure. A black dress shirt to a wedding? Maybe not. I I don't know. Like, I'm trying to like, think. I think I, I think I might have worn one back. I, actually, I grew up in Long Island, so I was former Guido, so I probably wore one to like a Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I probably wore one to a school Sixteen. dance. Probably it was like a black silk one. But that's probably the last time. I don't you were, think you were rocking a black silk dress shirt to a school dance. Oh yeah. Did you get any? You definitely got some. Well, I probably won the school dance contest, and then <laughs> I, probably, I probably, I probably like got a you know a, a chicken peck after the dance from my lady friend, or you definitely you know, did. maybe at the roller rink back in the day. How many girls were in the class? Like three, eight. How many? I, I mean, my graduating class isn't as small. You all hooked up together. Probably. Everybody hooked up with everybody. No, no. Yeah, they. A black, but I think a black shirt is better if it's like the less formal part, like you're of the entire outfit. Like you're wearing a suit jacket or a sport coat, but there's no tie. What color can you can you wear with that? Uh, you can wear like a. You can wear like a charcoal, I think, or like a blue, like navy blue. But it looks weird. It's very navy blue weird. and black. It's, no way. That's a no. It's aggressive. A yeah. black dress shirt is aggressive. I think you have to look like a model if you want to pull it off. Otherwise, you'll just look like a, like you said, like a mafia hitman going to a yeah. funeral. Dean, just talk to the wardrobe folks. At Ooh, you know what? That's right. I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text Victoria. And ask her when, because I know they don't. I've never. They've never put out. I don't think I've ever seen that. Never any of our talent. You've got a fashion Um, guru right here. And they're not. And they're not shy. Like they. They. You know. They're not conservative. Um, But a black dress shirt is. I don't know. You don't see it. You don't see it very often. I think you could get away with it with like. I mean, if you're going to a club in Vegas or something, maybe. But I mean, if you're going to a nightclub, but then but then you're that guy. Like you're like we've all seen that guy oh, yeah. in the nightclub in Vegas. And he's got his collar outside of his jacket. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The dress shirt that I did have is black, but it's button up. I wouldn't even call it a dress shirt. I mean, it's short sleeve. It's a Lululemon black. Short yeah, short sleeve. sleeve's yeah, different. different. Short sleeve, short sleeve casual is different. And that's what I told him. I said I don't have a long sleeve black. Black's a good color. Like I think black. I like black. It's a slimming color, especially um, on those half baked nights. Hide stains. Hide tonight tonight stains. is a half baked night, baby. I have two half baked nights a week. I have not had the peanut M M&M since May seventh, but I have two half pint, two half baked pint days a week. I try to spread them out: one during the week, one on the weekend. Tonight's the night, baby. Do you light it's a candle? So good. The Make whole it all day romantic. is amazing. Yeah. I eat ice cream almost every night. Oh, oh God, that makes. But me you sick. have, but you can control. Yeah, like if I ate a pint every night. It, you know, I, my cholesterol, I just died. I got my wife breathing down my neck, going, "Hey, hey, hey, don't eat the whole thing. Don't eat that whole thing." Like, so I have to, I have to, you know. Yeah, I'm on the dean. I'm on the dean wagon. If, if you're gonna open it, just eat the whole thing. <laughs> nah, I don't do that. Yeah, putting it back—that's a lot of self-control. Starting, starting a pint of Ben and Jerry's and then putting it back. 
Especially, I'll, I'll say this month I've gotten, or I guess June, kind of fell off the wagon because I was buying not the pint, but like the big container of ice cream. Oh, that's old school. Dangerous. But Dangerous. here's what I've been doing. Half gallon, quarter, half gallon. Uh, half gallon. And here's half what I've been doing. Though. No joke. Half I don't gallon have the of space. Half gallon of vanilla ice cream. I know, I am, but because I've been making my own cold brew, I'll do a couple scoops of that and then just pour over a little wow, cold brew coffee. Good. What? Good. Yeah. And then it almost like crystallizes on it. Oh, it's so good. It's a half gallon, though. No, I remember it's like a box. All right, can we yeah. end, can we end the box. show? And can, can, we, can we finish this thing? We're way over. I, we need, now you got me thinking about friendlies. Does anybody, anybody remember friendlies? No. Is that just an East Coast thing? Yeah. Might be. Might be. No, but something been, I brought they back. Been, they go as far west. I know they go as far west as Ohio. Um, but I don't, I've never seen a Friendly's out here. But the half, you used to get the box, the half gallon of Friendly's ice cream, Friendly's fribble. If anybody's listening and you had a fribble, DM me. We could just talk about fribbles all day. I don't know. It's so good. One thing I did bring back no. recently, though, I got some a root beer and vanilla ice cream. The root beer float is root beer float. very underrated. Oh, my God. It's been so good the last week. Shit, white people. Primo. Yeah. Primo. No, I'm, I, it's good, man. The a root beer? Oh, man. Have you ever done it with ginger ale? I have. Coke That's floats. Good. I've done floats with every kind of Dr. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is the Mountain Dew. Burners, baby. Uh, yeah. We've, we've done floats with every kind of... Uh, Soda pop or pop, as we used to say, sugar on that. top of sugar. Yeah. All right. I think we've I think we've exhausted the ice cream talk. This has been good calls with Dean Blandino. Please follow me on Twitter at Dean Blandino and on Instagram at Dean Blandino. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Rules Podcast. Be sure to rate our podcast on the iHeartRadio app and on Apple Podcasts. Good calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.